I am Oliver Green. And I'm Marquita Green. And we are bringing you... Growing in the Messy. We're going to talk about... All things marriage, money, and so much more. We look forward to giving you the most realist, honest truth about the things that people don't talk about that make marriages win and make marriages lose. Let's go. Talk soon. Peace. And we are a go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Marriage Mondays. And we are here to talk about growing in the messy. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Seems like we haven't done it for, oh, we did it last Monday. <laughs> no, but do you know what? The weeks do go pretty fast. They do. So when your weeks go by pretty fast, do you like, like, do you feel like you lost things? Like you've missed things? I just lose a sense of time. Okay. So with the sense with the sense of losing time, how does that affect your marriage? That's a good question. Um, like I know for instance, somebody asks mm-hmm. for a favor. Okay. And they asked for the favor the week we were in Junior Olympics. Oh my gosh, it was hot. And yeah. Um that was a crazy week. We were like literally in the trenches of Madison running. That's one of our daughters. And um still trying to work. Yeah, working, getting her back and forth. Crazy. Just doing a lot that week mm-hmm. that it totally slipped my mind. This of what, favor. Of what the favor was asking. Right. Then we got a weekend, so we tried to woo style a little bit had some time with each other and did some other things. And then Monday came, got some information about um, just some changes going forward in our life as we progress. Stay tuned. And um, She's not pregnant. That's the, not it. The week just, like mentally, just so That's focused fine. on that, doing our podcast. I have another um, teaching training that I facilitate on Tuesdays. Just um, where I find stuff out sometimes. You know, the the week just went by. And so when we got the request again, just recently within the last 24 hours, it was like, oh, ooh, missed you, that. you did ask for that, didn't yeah, you? Missed that. So, you know, just in terms of time and how it impacts marriage, because when we're busy and when we're moving and when we're shaking, time just passes. Right. Sometimes if we weren't intentional about our time, then we would probably miss that as well. So, you know, how does being busy affect our marriage or um, that sort of thing? If I think it goes down to planning. And I actually posted somewhere. Um, She's the poster girl. If you uh, fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I followed that up with, what are you doing with your spouse this weekend? And what we found is when we ask those spouse questions, people don't respond. It may be that people haven't planned anything because we, I think, is because they're so busy. You know, talk about growing in a messy. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about parenting. We're talking about entrepreneurship. We're talking about ministry. We're talking about careers, individualism. I mean, right. that's five different things. I think I just named. 
And so when you're trying to, to devote time collapse to, yeah. all of that into a 24-hour day, where is it going to come from? And so it's like, oh, he wants some of my time? And then I think you begin to, in your mind, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, you begin to then figure out what you can give more time to in the moment and then try to make it up on the back end. Right. But then you forget the time that you, what what you said you were going to make up on the back end, which then becomes, or potentially could become a problem. Because a lot of times I think um, what we don't talk about, what we don't hear is we become the back end. Right. Because you see them every night or you see, you, you, you know, you see them and you'll make it up. But do you ever really make it up? No, I think that's that's the stuff we take for granted, which is, you know, one of the things that I admire about our relationship and um, is how how intentional we've become. So for those who don't know, I'm Rakita Green. I am half of Regroup for Change. And I am Oliver Green. And I'm the other half. Yeah, I'm the other half. Yeah, she. We usually do it in reverse. It sounded real crazy. But yeah, I'm <laughs> Oliver Green. I'm the other half of Regroup for Change. And what we do is we help married couples to rapidly strengthen your marriage and your money. We understand that in a lot of situations, money is the thing that is tearing marriages apart. And if you don't know, there are 30 to 40% of marriages on the brink of divorce every year. And we don't want that to be you. We don't want that to be your children. We don't want that to be your loved ones. And that's why we're so committed to what it is that we're doing. So Money is at the root of it. Right. There are some situations where infidelity is at the root or communication issues, but guess what? A lot of that comes from um, an uncommunicated, there's a communication, money or financial issue or strain or right. something in our past that we haven't dealt with. Of course, there could be some other things as well, but because we understand that, then we help to strengthen the marriage, but we also have a component of our coaching program where we help to strengthen the money so that that is not impacting the marriage. And there are some other things in the marriage that need to be tweaked. And realizing that, like Marquita said, money's not necessarily it. You have other things that you bring with you and we tag the money as that thing without getting to the root of, Mm -hmm. you know, what's what. So um, with that being said, we, over the years, having parented four children, two who are adults, two who are, um, think they're adults. have two more years of high school left. So, you know, you do the math. We've been together for 20 years, just about 20 years. We've, um, we've been married 14 years. We've lived in two separate states. We've, out of the two states, we've lived in three cities. Um, wow. So, really, like, given the, the, the details, you know, you know we, we've done a lot in terms of finances. We've gone from living paycheck to paycheck, you know, trying to figure out how to make ends meet to being able to see $40,000 in a bank account. So, we've, We've had highs and lows. We've been on the brink of, you know, separating, but we've learned so much in the midst of all of that. Right. We've learned so much and intentionality is key. And so we we started off by talking about scheduling 
And I brought up this fact of intentionality, and I think that's a key point mm-hmm. to hone in on is what does intentional even mean? So I, I have a place that I'm going, but when you think of us being intentional, or just the term intentional, what does that mean to you? I mean, doing something that you that you want to do. It's a, it's the thing that you feel that that is important to you. Purpose, um, dedication, commitment. Like you, you mean to do something. You put forth focus to get a thing accomplished. You go ahead. Black Friday is what comes to mind. Tell me, tell me more. So when Black Friday comes, um, not so much now because it's done like on Thursday and you could do it online. But there was a point in time where Black Friday, you, you knew it was coming, you planned for it because you were getting out of the house three o'clock, getting where you were going at 4.30, you were waiting in line, you knew it specifically what you were getting, um, and you had it planned out. And by hook or by crook, um, whether you had the money or not, you planned for, you were intentional about, you knew you couldn't do anything um, after you ate, because when Friday came, right, you knew what it was, and if, I, I think if we take that approach um, to our marriages and our money, it 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 will alleviate like a lot of stress. I'm gonna put a pen in it because I I love that you gave a Black Friday example and how you talked about how that affects marriages because you talk about going in the messy. Black Friday is one of those places. That could be really messy. Tell me why. I mean, when you think about this, the transition from shopping on Friday to on Thursday, it even impacts like the family dinner. So if I know that I'm going to get up to go shopping at 5 Mm a.m. on On Friday, Friday Friday morning, Mm -hmm. then I got to plan Thursday. What you do. What I do. So I if I'm cooking all day, if I'm hosting, I got to wrap it up by right. a certain time to rest. Because you got to get up. Because you know, not you got to, but you know that you're getting up to be someplace at. Right. So the thought process that we put into something like planning for Black Friday, setting aside money. You know, some people set aside money for Black Friday and say, okay, I got a grand that I'm going to spend on that particular day, some people say, I didn't set it aside. I'm about to take my my December rent money and get this Black Friday deal because this TV, I just need a bigger TV. Although the TV I have is working, I just need a bigger one. And so we, we begin to make decisions right. that we may not be bringing our spouse into it. So not only have we impacted our time schedule with our spouse, but now we're messing with the money. So, we, right. you know. Get it? You're, you're that messing money? Messing. Um, you know, we're... We're out and about. And so there were days where I went Black Friday shopping without you. And if I come home with something that you don't approve of, because I'm not going to necessarily call you for every right. transaction, especially in the middle of Black Friday. Like, you can't really be on the phone. They get, you got to get it. Right. You see it, you got to get it. Because that may be the only one. And, you know, that's what you're going for. And so if there's not a plan, if there's no communication, if, there's, if none of that is done, mm-hmm. if you're not moving with intention... Then you've created a strain in your marriage. And so well, here we go back to this I word, this intention word. And I, I just, I love that example that you gave because that is one of the critical times that I believe. And it's the holiday season. Right. 
expectations. We've talked about uncommunicated expectations before. Mm -hmm. So it a lot just happens around Thanksgiving that definitely and if, impacts marriage and money. And if your marriage and money aren't on one accord, mm -hmm. you've just yet again added an additional layer problem issue that needs to be addressed that nine times out of ten won't because right exactly so what i want to do is i want to talk a little bit about um this intentionality thing and i you know i mentioned that we've had some ups and downs some highs and lows mm -hmm. but what i admire about us is how we found a joint passion that allows us to connect in a way that no matter what our schedules look like, we're committed to this cause. I remember a time Talk about when we might be. Okay. I remember a time when we were like ships sailing through the night because there were so many things going on. I've seen it before, but see that thing. Well, that's why I said it, because I felt it. I felt it. Um, and we weren't really communicating. We weren't really jiving together and spending time together. And so we had to figure out, how do we take the exactly how, how do we take the components of life that we're living and kind of mesh it together? Right. Where it's not just sitting on a couch, it's watching a, a TV show, scrolling in the phone. For those that are listening to this on the podcast, I picked up my phone, and you know when you pick up your phone, you're not you're intentionally not listening to the things that are around. Right. So even with that, you can say, well, we were watching television. You can't watch television and be on your phone and give a hundred percent to both of those things. For sure. And let me give you an example because we'll be watching a TV show, and I'm like, you see that? That is crazy what she just said. He like, mm -hmm. I'm like, what she said? Oh, I don't know. Tell don't me. Know. That happens more than it should. But with that being said, I do want to share specifically what we've done, but I'll do it after break. Let's break. Hey, 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 we don't want you to miss any of our content, any of our episodes. So we invite you to get on our mailing list. All you need to do is go over to www.financialpeaceinmarriages.com. That will get you on our email list. You will receive various things from us just about how to strengthen your marriage and your money. We don't want you to miss out www.financialpeaceinmarriages.com. All right. Welcome back. So we've been talking about being intentional in your marriage. And one of the things that I've specifically been more focused on is looking at our strengths, looking at our passions. And some years ago, one of us, I won't say which one, but one of us convinced the other one to run a really long race. One of us convinced the other one to run a half marathon. Mm. And anybody who runs 
exercises, works out, knows that there's a training process that you can't, well, some people do, but you, most people don't just get up and run. Like you have to, to right. Put something into it, put a couple of days into it, buy an outfit. So it's the right outfit. You know, you gotta do something right. And so once we made this agreement that we would run a half marathon together, then that gave us a focus of training together. Mm. And not that long ago, we both agreed to run a half marathon in November. Coming up. And neither one of us at that point had been, well, that's not true. One of us had not been on a consistent workout regimen at that time. And so found the app that allows us to do a training plan and we agreed. Um, I don't think there was any reluctance. We agreed to um, to train together. And I'm so smiling, what that means is we both hit the app at this we hope we went to the app. We both hit it at the same time and we're on the same schedule. So there's no confusion as to what we're doing. Now we have to figure out when right. we're going to do it. Um, but then make sure that we're spending that time together. So right. because we're intentional about doing this training plan, we may not know on Sunday <laughs> what our or where. Um, runs look like for that upcoming week. Mm -hmm. But we know that we are going to be spending at least five days of that week together. And that kind of that forces us to communicate. Right. Because we've got to figure out are we going to go in the morning? Are we going to go in the evening? Right. What else is on the schedule? Where, where are we, we going to do it? Are we going to do it in the neighborhood or do we have to jump in a car? If we jump in a car, where is it going to be? If we go somewhere, who's leading? Who's following? And so it forces us to do more than we would if we weren't. What's so funny? Oh, she's leading the followers. I'm not leading. I'm the follower. That's you know what? Saying. It's funny that you should say that because that's not exactly true. Stop lying. Okay. No, okay. So this is what happens, y'all. I'm going to give you the real tea. This is what happens. I'm going to ask you a question. Though. You want to ask me? I asked you a ask question. In our email list, if you're not on the email list, you are missing out. And if you uh, want some tips on how to strengthen your marriage outside of these podcasts, head on over to www.financialpeaceandmarriages.com. We want to make sure that you get on the list so that you can stay connected. One of the things that I ask our community mm -hmm. is who's in charge? And are you having a power struggle? with who is leading and who's following. Men, I'm shaking my head. Ladies, I'm shaking my head for those that are listening. There's no power struggle when it comes to running. None at all. She can lead all day long. But we have this dynamic, which actually just happened on our last long run over this past weekend, where we've learned that sometimes Leading is not just about posture. I hope you're not you're not missing this and that you're catching this. Leading is not necessarily about positioning. Leading is about being able to follow 
no matter where you are physically. Talk about it. It's not about a title. It's not the husband is the head of the household. Yes. The husband is ordered to love his wife as he loves the church. Yes. Yes. The wife is ordered to submit to the husband. That does not mean be at his beck and call. It just means that he leads, she follows. Biblical. Oh. But what happens if you and your spouse are running, and I'm air quotes, yeah. at different speeds? So I'm giving you all an example about us physically running and working out. But you can transfer this into Anything. business. You can transfer it into cleaning. You can transfer it into whatever you're doing, even right. careers. Your careers may be different. Your earning potential may be different. Your passions may be different. You both may be writing a book. That process may be different. No matter what it may be, understanding the head and the next in line she was looking at the head and the tail. Yeah, that kind of is Understanding that dynamic still means that you still respect each other right. on the journey, no matter who's ahead. Just because he may be the breadwinner doesn't mean specifically that she doesn't get, she has no say in what happens with the money. Right. Just because she may have a higher earning potential doesn't mean that she gets to make all the decisions. Whatever the case may be, you have to understand this dynamic that leadership is not just about who's quote unquote on top or who's in front. So while we were physically running the other day, we were running the same distance, but are we don't run at the same speed. No, we don't. So physically, I was ahead of him and posture and position. But let me, so let me just hold that. And you have to be okay with that. You have to know where, you have to know what you can do and what your spouse can do and be okay if they're in front. Otherwise, if you're not in the, in, in, in that running, it could frustrate you and your frustration could cause you to make a diff, could, your frustration could cause you to do something that you'll wind up hurting yourself. Right. Hurting yourself running, hurting yourself in your marriage, hurting yourself. Um, Mentally, but, emotionally. And, and you have to be, and, and that deters you moving forward to where you don't want to ever run again with that person. That's good. That's good. So as we're physically running and I'm physically ahead of him, I was not way, way ahead. What would happen is I needed to turn around because I needed his direction. I still needed his leadership. So while I was physically ahead, he was from behind telling me which direction to take. Go straight, turn right, turn left, turn around, whatever it was. So he was still leading from behind. And so I don't want people to think that leadership is about position. Leadership is about being able to listen and being able to respond accordingly based on the situation. So going back to what we were saying, just because somebody is moving at a different speed in their 
uh, position. position, movement, and passion, movement, and purpose. Just because somebody has a spiritual mantle that they carry in doesn't devalue the other. Just because one person has a higher earning potential than the other doesn't make them superior. It is about knowing that these are just things that don't define us, but it is the collaboration of where you are that brings together the, the two and that unites the two as one flesh. So I literally, I love the runs and the whole time we were running, I just kept thinking, wow, this is so cool that, well, it didn't feel cool to not know where I was going, but it felt cool for me not to feel like I had to figure it out. And I got stuck at a point. So, and it's funny. So you have to know your spouse because there was a point in time that she would go and do her own thing. She would, we'd be on a run and she'd just make it up because I didn't tell. Um, there was a point in time that she would look back and get really, really agitated that I didn't tell her where we were going. And that would mess things up. So there's nothing like making progress and having to look back to ask the question. Right. And Ooh, having your on. and having your stride broken because regardless of where you are in your race, marriage, um, how far you're going, the years you've been together, you have one goal. So the goal for us that day was four miles. And the route that we ran, we ran before, but just because you've done it before doesn't mean you remember. So you need to be reminded as to what to do. And then we added, when I looked at the watch, I realized that we needed to add something. So it, had she not looked back, we would have come up short. Ooh. So now imagine you set a goal for Black Friday, the, the money that you're going to save, and one person one person doesn't carry their weight. So and there's no check-in in in the process of reaching that goal and the other person thinks that the other person is saving and the other person nobody's the two of them aren't checking each other to make sure that the goal that there's checkpoints along the way because you can have a big goal and have a year to do it but if you don't knock it down every month and then check because you'll know if you're going to reach your goal by month, by the end of month one, if you have small steps that you have to meet to make sure you go to month two. But that's just, that's in the course. We won't give you any more. But you have to understand, you have to both be on the same accord, mm -hmm. know what the goal is. And have a vital plan that both parties are willing to participate in. Right. And being willing to adjust as needed. Right. Um, what were you thinking? So I got stuck at one point. Where? Um, when we were coming down the bridge and we couldn't go over. Oh, and you didn't know which way to go. You That's when you had asked me how far is it to, my, to where the Carl's Park? Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been at that time where you just would have And he was crazy. like, just go straight. And I'm like, I literally don't know where I am in relation to where we're going. And what could have happened, I could have gotten mad and been like, I keep telling you to pay attention to where wherever we are. 
it's, oh, the, it's the same area that we were in, but she didn't know. So understanding that, and in that moment, you, you're you focused on your run, you're focused on your thing that you're, you're trying to obtain. Your, your oxygen is not, all your thought, all your brain cells are not. You have to have that person that's able to be calm in the moment to guide you. Oh, that's good. If you can't have two hotheads trying to make a sound, a cool decision, <laughs> you can't do it. If she's mad and I'm mad, her mad's different than mine. Uh, I don't care if we make it four miles. I'm going back to the car and I'm walking. But you didn't reach your goal. And you didn't reach your goal not because you got hurt, not because um, there was some other kind of obstacle in the way. You didn't reach your goal because of you. And you can't blame anybody but you in that moment. And we don't take ownership for our part in not reaching our goal that we set to achieve. And then we begin to point the fingers. Well, you didn't, and you didn't, and you didn't. And it just takes away from what it is that we said we were going to do. But you only get to that point when you know your spouse. You only get to that point when you know when you have to step up. You only get to that point when you don't let you get in the middle of you reaching your goal. Right. All of that comes with intentionality. So that's a wrap for tonight, but I hope you haven't missed those golden nuggets is you've got to be intentional. So the example that we gave was being willing to find a connection point. So it starts there. Our connection point was running and half marathon uh, training. That may not be your thing. But what I will say is because we found that connection, because we're spending that time together, and then we can talk about, well, how far did you get? Well, how did you feel? And what do we need to do going forward? That increases a different level of communication between us. It, uh, it brings us together at various times, just as check-ins, right? And guess what happens? And so I think this is what you were thinking about. It has trans transferred, that's not the word I was looking for, but it's um it's impacted our intimacy as well because now we're connected on a different level and so now to his point the thing that we found more in common is we want to be i, we I want, can't describe we want to be tired does, together at the same time but it makes us want to, it makes us both want to right. be intimate. more connected. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're in, intimacy, is not necessarily just sex. It has this, this. Well, but but that's that's what I'm talking about. Who can say that? So I think finding that connection and being intentional about it will not just help with that one thing, but it's going to increase your overall communication. It's going to increase your overall sex life. It's going to, well, let me go back. Your verbal and physical communication. How about that? It's just going to impact every area of your life. And then when you're communicating, that's going to affect your money. It's going to affect your children. It's going to affect your career. It's going to affect every area of your life. And so we are just encouraging you to connect. And if you are looking, like I said, 
for someone to walk this out with you for some specific examples for your situation, you know where to find this, www.financialpeaceinmarriages.com or just send us a DM. Looking forward to chatting with you soon. Have a good one. Peace. We wanted to say thank you for tuning in. And we hope that you got something out of this episode. So be kind and leave us a comment and let us know what you got out of today's episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at Regroup for Change. That's R-E-G-R-O-U-P, the number four, change, C-H-A-N-G-E. And you can also find us on Facebook at that same handle. So we look forward to hearing your comments and stay tuned. Peace.